Lampshade Media presents The Penis Hour with Wonder Doug, Amber Falter, and Dustin Meadows. Dustin, Doug, Amber, I would like to welcome you to the very first ever episode of this new season. Lampshade Media presents The Penis Hour. Oh, okay. Okay. Wow. Just one hour? Well, sometimes it runs long. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Well, (laughs) we're definitely not going to make it to an hour with that. Yeah, so I so you mean I shouldn't try the uh, the mics when they open back up or what? <laughs> I think I mean that... personally I don't think anyone should go to mics ever again. <laughs> Thank you, Justin. We should have them. <laughs> I think it's where COVID if comedy started. Could just, if yeah. comedy could just walk, take a long walk off a short pier, I think I'll be okay. <laughs> oh my god, you just y'all are such great comedians. You just all want to kill yourself. I don't want to kill myself. I just don't know how eager I am to go back to comedy again. Yeah, I just want to be left alone. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) But I'm sure there's some fucking young white kid with something to prove who's going to start an open mic tomorrow night. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, a lot of people with something to prove right now. I just got in this huge, huge argument with my mother. My brother posted this thing with Stella Emanuel. Have you seen this? No. Stella Emanuel is like apparently like Trump was posting her shit on his Twitter and they deleted it. And he posted it because she was talking about this hydrochloroxyquine or whatever the fuck, however you say it. And apparently she believes that this shit is the cure for COVID, right? Even though most of science has already agreed that it's not. So, of course, Trump posts it. My mom's like, well, I'm definitely taking it, you know? Jesus. Oh, no. And I'm just like, why? Don't do that. <laughs> That's not how science works. Can a meteor just fucking slam into us? Oh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. I am. Like, I'm is... sick of fucking waiting for it. It's crazy. Yes. I don't even understand. Like, this. Okay, so, okay. Let me tell you a little bit about Stella Emanuel, okay? This is <laughs> this woman, and Trump is doubling down on his support of this woman, okay? She believes... Okay, demon sperm. She believes that if you fall asleep at night and you have a dream that you had sex with a celebrity, what actually happened is you had sex with some sort of demon. Hell yeah. Okay, this I couldn't get behind. (laughs) I mean, if that's the case, I've had sex with a lot of demons who took the form of a lot of people that I know very personally. (laughs) So, According to Emmanuel, people can tell if they have a demonic spirit husband or spirit wife if they have a sex dream about someone they know or a celebrity, wake up aroused, stop getting along with their real-world spouse, lose money, or generally experience hardship. (laughs) (laughs) Or they could just be having having dream sex with with a human witch instead of a demon, she posits. Um, so yeah, uh, there's a lot of, uh, a lot of this, uh, there's astral sex, there's demon sperm. Uh, there's just, this woman is fucking batshit bonkers crazy. Uh, yeah. I mean, if any of that's true, then my body is like ground zero for witch jizz. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh. 
Nothing's changed. Which is. <laughs> oh my god! Do you do you guys have like? Are there people on your in your lives that you have to have these types of conversations with, or are you all like pretty well bubbled in with people you agree with? <laughs> Every time one of those people surfaces, I'm just like, nothing I say is going to change your mind, so I'm done wasting the effort. Yeah, there's a lot of weirdos shooting their shot right now, and. I'm just focusing on my weirdo stuff and not their weirdo stuff. Well, your weirdo stuff has always been pretty interesting and cool. This weirdo stuff is uh, pretty I mean, much the opposite. Sex, demon, sleep dreams are kind of cool, too. I mean... Oh, yeah. No, they would be really cool if, if if the president of the United States was not touting this woman as an expert on COVID. He, I don't... like Talking about him makes me... I don't like talking about him. Even Even if I'm talking about him? No. You're, you're high up on my list, but not that high. <laughs> I'm pretty lucky. I, I don't have to be around people too much to hear any opinions. So that's nice. But at work, I do work with a lot of uh, old, interesting people. Interesting? Mm, good with words. Uh, just some, just some, uh, some little cuckoo cuckoo babies you know they're kind of old they uh don't believe in a lot of the stuff going on like no masks and yeah. uh yeah. did yeah. they attend the uh, no mask rally I, you know maybe i try to stay out of they're all like from the middle of a cornfield and hate me I, I wish we could choose to like just believe what we wanted to you know what i'm saying like they don't believe covid's real like i don't want to believe that they're fucking i don't know like the lottery's not real to me anymore. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like can we just fucking pick and choose? <laughs> Screaming toddlers in a restaurant, they don't actually exist. I don't want to deal with them. <laughs> like, that's a great... Like, you know, <laughs> <laughs> this is annoying. I hate yeah. it. <laughs> it's not real. I mean, shopping malls are done. Goodbye. Jesus. They're not real. Well... <laughs> You know, I think I want to get all of the depressing shit out of the way as soon as possible. So we might as well, like, just talk about 2020. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Oh, okay. Hey, you know what? We started this thing off one year ago this this time. With the... With high hopes. With, like, th actually three depressed comedians like, <laughs> known for dark... This is... You... And your fucking show started this now. <laughs> like, if you would have fucking maybe done two depressed comedians and like an improv troupe, you could have had Eric Tate do that thing with the watch. I don't know. <laughs> like, you fucking started Let's just this. Just say a magician might have made things different. Yeah, Mel and your fucking trio of terror, fucking depressed comedians. <laughs> we could have had a nice year. Mel, are you, are you from Demon Sperm? I don't think so, but uh, my dad is kind of a dick. I don't know. Maybe somebody will call later and be able to explain some of that. I don't know. Someone needs to fix you. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, 2020 sucks. Yeah, and it's Mel's fault. It's I don't. I'm not going to claim that. I mean, I started this thing. Our our we started it in August. Oh, you're throwing a we now because there's some blame, huh? Yeah, because <laughs> we're all we're all in this together, right? That's the that's the saying. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> And he locked the Actually, basement door. Now that I'm thinking about it, this time last year wasn't too bad. It was I don't not. Think it's that you, I don't think it's that you started the show. I think it happened because you haven't booked us since. 
Oh. <laughs> well, I mean, it started selling out, and I think you guys like pushed that. You know what I mean? Started strong. Yeah, we're pushers. <laughs> <laughs> and also sellouts. So yes. yeah. <laughs> Well, I'm yeah, I mean, you know, you guys are definitely going to be uh going to be uh lifelong friends hopefully of Lampshade Media, but uh oh, you know, I, I don't you know if I can three of us. No. <laughs> yeah, no. I was like what is this like fucking Britney Spears crossroads? Like we're going on a road no. trip to three Friend intervention. Hey, you guys want to start a group chat? Let's run away from <laughs> comedy and a convertible. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Hey, right? you know so 2020 sucked, right? But like this time last year wasn't so bad because shortly after I interviewed Dustin, you got engaged. Uh, I got engaged before you interviewed me. I <laughs> no way. No, I swear to God, I thought that I interviewed you before. Oh, wait, no, it was published then. I must have recorded it before because I remember coming yeah. up to you at Whiskey Bear and saying, uh, oh, hey, let's we should bring you back to talk about your engagement. And you were like, nah. <laughs> <laughs> You should. I yeah. I don't remember that at all. Well, you had a lot in your mind, bro. And with COVID, everything's like moving like a weird pace. Like my timeline's all fucked. Yes. This whole year is just like. Yeah, this last week has lasted a month. Yeah. Bitch, yes. <laughs> well, I'm just gonna basically. You guys are just gonna be super depressed. I'm gonna try <laughs> throughout the course of this interview to just make you guys see the the brightness in the world. Mm. Why does everyone keep assuming I'm depressed? I, I'm mostly happy, and I have been for a long time. I yeah. think it's all the suicide talk. What suicide talk? <laughs> he only he wanted. Immediate... Oh no, you wanted comedy to jump off a, a bridge or some yeah. shit. It yeah. wasn't you. The, there, there's a difference between wishing for the collective end of the world and wanting to slash open my wrist. <laughs> oh my God. Okay, you're right. True. There is some. There is some. Uh, some gray. There is some gray there. And red. <laughs> yeah. So so what have you guys been doing with your time instead of fucking uh, stand-up? Uh, I've been playing music a lot more lately and trying to figure out how to monetize that since Mitch McConnell is dead set on fucking everyone who's unemployed. That's so, true. <laughs> that's That and I've been playing Animal Crossing a lot this last week. That's been my, my Oh, time. girl. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Animal Crossing came in and just changed everything. All of a sudden, COVID well, wasn't so bad. Well, I mean, no, it still sucks, but the the timing was pretty pretty perfect for them. Sir, they must oh, have hey, saved thousands the world of is lives. Terrible, and I can escape to an island paradise. Yeah, I'm gonna buy this game. Yeah, it sounds it sounds fantastic. It's lovely, Dustin. Do you ever have any problems with how little shit you can keep in your god forsaken pockets? Yeah. Oh, it's vexing. Mm. Like I, I'm only, I think I'm only actually seven days into it now. Like I literally just got it. Hell yeah. So I'm still really early on. I just found out what turnips even are. Oh, so I, like, it's, <laughs> it's a lot of pressure to understand why they even matter and yeah, uh, what hell made them this way. I, I don't know why they felt like they needed to jam an equivalent to the stock market into my <laughs> island paradise, but but here we are. You can also get, uh, I'm not sure if you made it this far, but you can get sold fake art, and then you can't ever get your money back, and that's how they teach children about the real world and getting fucked. Are you shitting me? That's real in the game? It makes me so bad. I have a big fake statue in my home I spent thousands of bells on. Thousands of yeah, bells? Oh, yeah. I met... 
I met the art thief and I'm like, that I'm just cunt. never going to buy anything from you then. Like, right. The art branch of the museum can sit fucking empty. I, <laughs> why do I have to finance the fucking museum? <laughs> it's a hard life on that dang island. This is bullshit. That museum is a fucking not for profit. Why am I paying for it? The owl can't do anything. Talks too much. You know what I'm fucking tired of? I'm going to go back. When I when this podcast is done, I'm going to get on my Switch. I'm going to go to Horny Town, which is my island. And I'm going to demand some kind of institute or org or grant be created for education and the arts. So that I ain't got to keep paying fucking bills out of my own goddamn pocket to put a fucking snail in the museum or some shit. <laughs> This all sounds so incredibly ridiculous to me. It's it's so it's it's fairly entertaining still, but I like, apologize. If I, could, if I could, I would go into this game and I would dangle Tom Nook out a fucking fifth story window <laughs> by his ankle. <laughs> wow. You know, you know who else plays uh, this this Animal Crossing? Everyone. Well, yeah, uh, <laughs> everyone except me apparently and, and Doug. <laughs> but uh, I tell you who else plays it is uh, Lampshade Media's own intrepid reporter Sam Welch. Oh yeah, is that a segue? Oh yeah, she's she's one of the people that kind of convinced me to buy it finally. Yeah, yes, yes, Doug, that is a segue. You're listening to The Welch Report with Lampshade Media's own intrepid reporter, Sam Welch. Oh my God, that's so crazy. I knew it. Oh my God. You've got to be kidding me. They did what? What's the tea? Did you hear? Okay, guys. So here's the thing. Remember Avril Lavigne of Skater Boy fame and others? She is dead. She died around 2003 and she was replaced by either a clone, a doppelganger, or a potential twin sister. Hmm. So, story goes, she had her first major tour with her first album and she hated being famous. It was the worst, right? And then her grandfather unexpectedly passed and she was so unhappy with the, with the pressure of fame, uh, with her grandfather passing and having to tour, that she killed herself. Very sad. But her record label, when it, they realized Avril wasn't really super into the, the trappings of fame, as it were, they decided to hire an actress to play her uh, for, for different like press, press things. TV appearances and whatnot. So when Avril um, unfortunately passed, they just ended up replacing Avril Lavigne with this woman, Melissa, who is Avril Lavigne to this day. Here are some of the ways that you need, you need, we can uh, tell that this is not the same Avril Lavigne. So first of all, they look different. They look like different people. And yeah, you can say, oh, plastic surgery, blah, 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 blah. And sure, that's possible. But there are clips of Avril Lavigne talking when she was first getting famous, saying how she would never sell out. She would never lip sync. She would never get any work done right like that. And then yet, here we are today. Compare Skater Boy and Complicated to Hey, Hey, You, You, I Don't Like Your Girlfriend. 
very different people, very different styles. Uh, one time in 2007, she did a photo shoot with the word Melissa written on her hand, so that's weird. Uh, all of her moles and birthmarks have disappeared, and her handwriting has changed between 2004 and 2006. And so that's weird, and that's what happened. And I would now like it to open the floor for questions. <laughs> well, I pulled up the pictures of old 2003 versus 2013 Avril for everyone. So, well, except for Dustin. Dustin, you'll have to search on your own because you're uh, in uh, Scandinavia, I think. Well, here's the thing. I don't need to search because uh, I'm, I'm familiar with Sam's theory, and I agree with it up to a point. Uh, the issue isn't that they just straight up replaced Avril Lavigne. I have a theory that there's not one, but multiple universes, multiple parallel universes. That's a theory shared by okay. many. It's called the multiverse theory. You've heard of this, yes? Of yes. So, if there are multiple parallel universes, we have to assume there are multiple parallel versions of us. Hence, there are multiple parallel versions of Avril Lavigne. This is a very good point. Now, now, if any of you are familiar with the Jet Li film, The One, <laughs> you, know, you know that when one of these parallel universe versions dies, their essence and essentially their power is then even wow. divided over the remaining parallel thems. And uh, I'm just saying there's only a handful of Avril Lavigne's left and they're growing more powerful <laughs> every passing year. <laughs> Which is weird because it seems like Skater Boy has been the most powerful uh, song she's produced. Well, so you, you, that was you the problem. Well, that. yeah, that was the problem because then they had this clone. Well, I mean, I still think it's a. I think what Dustin is saying could still be true, but based on my personal research, if it was a clone and they had like they had this actress playing Avril off scene. She was easier to sell out, and so the corp the corporation that hired Avril Lavigne, um, potentially the Illuminati, it's up for debate. They uh, found it a lot easier to like change her persona, change her type of music, change her listening style, and so then of course, the buyers don't like it. It was a bad investment, and you know how Avril Lavigne got famous. She won a radio contest and got to sing live with Shania Twain in front of 20,000 people. So it all just seems fishy to me. It seems like some bad corporate investments run amok. Very. Well, and Shania Twain, another Canadian, so... Well, right, exactly. And we know... Potentially some nepotism up north. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, we don't know how far the Avril wormhole goes. We really don't. I mean, we, we do. Justin Bieber? It goes pretty fucking far. Probably heard he's a lizard person i'm just the avril wormhole sounded like a really yeah. convincing disease i think we have that <laughs> dvd at the garden <laughs> <laughs> so, so who's where if we follow the money sam where's this leading us to the wormhole well i mean i guess in my it kind of depends on where you think it stops do you think it stops at just her record label like putting like putting a lot of money into this girl when like punk rock stuff was really popular in the early mid late like early mid 2000s and then this poor girl dying and them having to scramble do you think it stops there or do you think it goes higher because once you become familiar with stuff like this you hear about like and this is a story for a different day but there's a similar theory that Paul McCartney has died and hmm. he was actually replaced and that probably was the illusion 
Illuminati. And so it's just how far up do you think this goes? Like kind of what Dustin was saying. Do we think this is an American conspiracy? Is it a Canadian conspiracy with Shania Twain? Is it a global conspiracy? We don't, we just don't know the facts. What is it? I wonder what the record label actually is. Cause maybe they're the ones, maybe it goes back to Dustin's theory about the multiverse and the different um, versions of Avril. Like if she dies, like her contract says like whatever, that the record label has to go to another timeline and steal her and bring her to this planet. Like you could never be done until the record label says you're done that's what i think let's yeah. see well, i'm Av trying to find avril is also her power coupled her way up the ladder of canadian fame so to speak who she uh, was you yeah, look, at look at first first she was married to Derek wibley from some 41 oh. then divorced Huge. then chad kroger from nickelback divorced oh. uh who's next ryan reynolds it makes sense Dated Brody Jenner for a while, and look at all these people. I mean, save for Ryan Reynolds, but it's all kind of like people who are like almost, you know, kind of like Avril, like almost there. It seems like a lot of bad investments to me. Average Levine. Mm. That's right. <laughs> Probably got an average wormhole too. Huh? <laughs> I'm just, I'm, so I'm just saying, long. as as recently. As a year and a half ago, she was still putting out new albums. She was still putting out? <laughs> hey! She, she put out an album either in 2018 or 2019, I don't remember which, uh, and the lead single, the music video, mm -hmm. ended up being a goddamn PSA for Lyme disease. <laughs> <laughs> Intentionally? She really, she really ticked someone off. <laughs> Get it ticks and limes. That wasn't my best. <laughs> Thank you for the, the effort, though. Yeah, you got me. Going back to the porn store stuff. So I'm just saying, she clearly has an agenda, and that agenda is fuck Lyme disease. And she has climbed the rungs of power to finally use her music to push her agenda. Her hair has her got anti-Lyme disease well, yeah, maybe agenda. Even kill herself. Maybe they killed the original Avril off with Lyme disease. Yeah. this is just a whole red herring. That's very possible. Oh my gosh! Uh, Did anybody see any target shapes, uh, wounds, or whatever? The current Avril has Lyme disease. Hmm. Hmm. Really? Well, I did find out her record label. Okay. It's called Arista Records. It's owned by Sony, and Arista um, mm. is another word for like antenna or beard of grain or spike. But if you think antenna. <laughs> Antenna, communication, space, to other time, other universes. I'm just saying. No, it makes sense. <laughs> I'm just, if we're drawing connections, here's the easiest one through numerology. Five points on a pentagram, five letters in Avril. <laughs> if, you Big move, if you move the V over into the A and then mm -hmm. connect the V points, you've essentially got a pentagram. Yeah. Ever notice how God. Avril kind of sounds like evil? I'm just saying. Yeah. Evil average lasagna. I wouldn't turn either one upside down, let me tell you. <laughs> oh, and uh, Sam, uh, uh, once again, your time is running short. <laughs> All right. Well, are you guys convinced? Did Sam convince you? I'm just going to say this. I'm on Sam's side, and I will say that you cannot spell Avril Lavigne without evil. Mm. Mm -hmm. Is it? It's spelled a little. Is there an E in but there? 
on Levine no. at the end of the name. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I guess you, mm. if you include Levine. the entire. Nee. Yeah, that does. That, Are you that, questioning me on my Avril Levine knowledge? No, I would never. I would never question you on your knowledge of anything, ever. He went to school for Avril Levine, Mel. He sounded like it. <laughs> yeah, he really did. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't. I couldn't imagine him being that into Avril Levine until now, and now I can't really see him as any other. Any it's other not way? That I'm into I know, her. It's that I'm not into eligible. There's a difference. <laughs> And that is a respectable difference. The worm yes. of knowledge takes you to the wormhole. <laughs> well, Sam, I uh, thank you so much for bringing us this important and timely information about Avril. You are so welcome. All right, Sam. Well, thank you very much, and we will we will talk to you again next time. Yes. See you later. Bye. More Stay strong, right. Sam. Bye. Love Sam. Love her her dedicated and unbiased reporting. She's lovely. Um, I learned a lot. Yeah. Do you feel differently now? Yes. Apparently, you know, when Sam like started telling me these stories, like I didn't realize that there is basically an endless number of conspiracies because you know Hollywood's get weird and shit. Dustin. You yes. were talking about moving to L.A. Are you still talking about doing that? Well, next year, but yeah. Right. I assumed as much. So you're ready to just dive headlong into this bullshit of uh, conspiracies and Illuminati that are apparently fucking running everything in this goddamn town. Talking about L.A. or here? <laughs> L.A. Illuminati doesn't live in Columbus, Ohio, sir. No. I mean, that's what they want you to think, but anyway, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, no, what was seriously. the question? The question is basically talking about L.A. You're talking about moving to L.A., even though it's so fucking crazy there that the Illuminati is uh, interested in Avril Lavigne and her fucking Lyme disease for some goddamn reason. Oh, yeah, but I mean, it's also where you need to go if you want to do any of this and make a living doing it, too. Or one yeah. of the places, anyway. Yeah, I guess so. What do you guys... Not... Well, Doug's, Doug's not leaving Columbus, that's for sure. I can't leave. I run the Illuminati here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, someone's got to keep him going. <laughs> no, that's but I mean, like, it's like comedy's not the only reason I want to leave, too. Like, I went to school for film, and music's always been part of my life, too. And those are all things that I want to continue doing. And right. I can't make a living doing that here. Like, yeah. I don't want to. I don't want to be like pretending like I'm somehow going to make it doing it when I'm doing like fucking 50 bucks to close out a bar show every other month or something. Yeah. It's like, I want to, I want to write, I want to make movies. I want to act again. I'd like to get into uh, doing score work for films and stuff too, which oh, is something cool. I've been dabbling in lately. And I can't do that in a city where there's no industry for it. Yeah, I mean, I get it. I'm not trying to talk you out of it necessarily, but I also... You oh, you know. couldn't if you tried. <laughs> I didn't think I had the power, I, yeah, but I wasn't going to try. I just, you know, it's sad to see people go, but like, I don't know, Columbus is like this city where like everybody I meet fucking moves away. Like, I have friends well, I mean, from there, all over the world now. Yeah. There's a reason for that, though. Like, I mean, there is a lot of cool stuff in the first place. So that I could develop my skills, that I could get better. But I mean, the plan was always to make a move. I mean, I did that in 2013 when I moved to Chicago and had to come back. In the music scene, they moved to Nashville. In the comedy scene, they moved to Chicago, New York, or L.A., it seems like. 
Well, yeah, because I mean, there's there's industry there. Like there's yeah. there are there are ways to actually make it sustainable. And it mean, and like I said, the big thing too is me wanting to get into film. Like, like my my big thing is is screenwriting. Like I've been writing for a long time. I've written a lot of stuff, uh, shot some stuff on my own, and the the first thing anyone will tell you if you want to be a writer like and write films and stuff you're not going to do that unless you live in LA like you have to be there hmm. it's like because to, to pitch nobody's it taking and go to the meetings and blah 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 well yeah nobody's going to call me up and it's like hey can you fly in to do a pitch meeting all the way from Cleveland like that's yeah. that's not how it works like you have to be where it is well what about with I like mean, zoom and shit with uh the covid uh the way the covid has changed things like i was listening to and you know i, I do i do appreciate kevin smith as a human being i like listening to his podcast but he was talking about using zoom for all his pitch meetings now and he's like oh this should be the way of the future you know all the do it for all the so pitch I mean, meetings for for someone like him who's already established that's that's viable but, you know, like for someone who doesn't have a foot in the door, who's new starting out, like, how are you even going to get that information to, like, find out who to call on Zoom to get those meetings? Like, you you have to go where the opportunity Well, are. yeah, I guess you're not going to barge into their fucking office either and demand a meeting, right? You're going to have it set up somehow. Yeah, and, and that's, I mean, part of that is being there. Um, because the, the thing too, with writing is like, I've, I've done a lot of research on what actually goes into living out in LA and like being a working writer. And you're kind of expected to be easily reachable and available to come in. Uh, cause if say you're lucky enough to sell a screenplay, then you're contracted and you're essentially on call for rewrites Sometimes you have to actually like show up on set to like rewrite as they're shooting, depending on how chaotic the production is. So, I mean, there's a lot that goes in it. And also, frankly, I'm fucking sick of winter. So, <laughs> see, I've always liked winter. See, I, I just, I, I think I'm going to have to take a stand here and just disagree with you entirely. I think you need to stay here. I love winter. I dream, I dream about it. Well, every that's day. not going to happen. So, fair enough. I mean, I'm not going to, I'm not going to argue with you because I, what I want is a place to stay when I'm in LA. did that not work i thought that was gonna work for sure dog if you you you've been running like what like two or three shows a month forever right with wonder dog variety show with uh the 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 space bar show with i was i was down to three shows a month um and when i got sober um and hit hard with the wonder dog stuff it was seven seven a month and then i cut down to three seven a month and you haven't really like I mean you're you're not like thinking about like doing uh shit for a while now, right? So you're like I would like to focus on writing as well. I think I put a good eight years in and I think I can now use my name to do other things. Like yeah. I would like to do some writing stuff and I would like to do some more charity work. I just need to reach a point where people leave me alone long enough to where I can do that. But I just got my new place, so I think I'm gonna have some some peace yeah hey congratulations on that by the way thank you got this badass new spot a little creative pad yeah porn with sound time forever yeah i tell you what like how my roommate like works 12 hour shifts so i get a lot of time to myself here and uh yeah that sounds porn, awesome. porn in the living room is great <laughs> nice <laughs> once i get everything moved we'll get there 
Do <laughs> 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 you have that. an you have an opinion on that, Amber? <laughs> oh, you know, I live alone. I live a blessed life yeah. by myself. I have two dogs, and then <laughs> my neighbors both basically work nights where I live. Yeah. And, uh, being a person who is always scared, it's nice to have a giant tall man to call in the middle of the night who has to be awake and alert because it is his job. Yeah. Because I call them all the time, very high and scared of sounds. Yeah, well, that's that's so very convenient. Know, I feel like I'm bragging. Sorry, boys. <laughs> You're fine. Been comfortable. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't have night fears at all. Like I just sleep, mm. but I'm yeah, I feel bad for uh, for that sometimes because I just like. I could just literally sleep at any moment. Hell yeah. Like, if I wanted to right now, I could just go lay on the couch and be like, all right, well, I'm going to sleep for a little while. My brain um, never stops. <laughs> it's always, I have to keep a notepad definitely next to my bed because there's always like five other things that come to my mind. Oh, I actually have phone. to try and start my brain. That's, you can have, <laughs> you can have some of mine. You and I could start like some sort of superhero team where we balance each other's energy. Yeah, I'm down. <laughs> <laughs> like Danny DeVito and Arnold. Yeah, something like twins. that. I, yeah, I mean, which one would be which, though? I I, I don't know. No, I don't know. I guess it, I've already wonder twinned with so many other people. <laughs> you, you'd be like the 10th. Now I'm good. <laughs> I'm, I'm rethinking this. I'll be in my own comic book. You can just do your thing. Okay. You you know, it makes sense. You are getting your own apartment and everything. So you don't, want, you don't need a new uh, wonder twin. No, no, thank you. I have a premonition. I believe I'm about to get a phone call. Okay. Weird flex, dude. All right. I told you. I knew it. Hello? Hello. <laughs> who, who is this? Uh, this is John Don, son. I had a, a premonition uh, that I should call in. And uh, speak with you. Even though you are a stranger to me, you are still my brother and my friend. Bless. That is amazing. I got you on here with, with Dustin Meadows, uh, Wonder Dog, Amber Falter. Did you know that you were going to be talking with all of us? No, and I had no idea it would be so quiet on your end. But uh, nonetheless, I will speak. <laughs> I, I know I know Douglas. Uh, I don't believe I've met uh, uh, Dusty. Did you say Dusty? Can I call you Dusty? I like Dusty better. I'd rather you didn't. <laughs> okay, I'll pretend I did not hear that faint uh, reprisal of my uh, uh, version of your nomenclature. And I know Amber. I know Douglas, and I know Amber. They, they've had me speak uh, several times. Hello, brother. You know Dustin, too. Yeah, I guess so. I, I, <laughs> it, it, it's difficult. Mm. I'm trying to practice remote viewing where I can be in a room and not be there. While I uh, transcend and uh, my astral body will appear someplace else. Oh. The CIA was working on it in the 60s and 70s, but they gave up. I kept my studies going. Um, but it's great to be anywhere. I mean, in the time that we are in, isn't it a strange and odd uh, occurrence that we have? Yeah, it is a weird time to be alive, girl. It is. And I am. Um, I would just like to say that uh, uh, even though I am socially distanced and I have called myself before socially uh uh, 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 a social justice warlock, but I have become a social distancing warlock. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> I'm also allergic to COVID because what kind of shaman would I be had I not already eaten a live bat? 
<laughs> True. You were way ahead of the curve on that one. Bless you. Hey, I've been taking in organic matter and material inside my body for, for many decades, and I've listened to our country's finest alchemists, and uh, I agree with them, and I wear a mask out of respect, even though I am immune. That's hot. Well, that is, that's very respectful. When you project, are you, do you still have to wear a mask? That's a good question. Thank you. No, because uh, the impurities are, are, are distilled through the uh, projection process. I should have. You known. have no disease. You are free. Uh, your soul body is uh, free of any uh, terrestrial uh, imperfections or impurities. That's fantastic. That's a good way to live. It is fantastic. Kind of like when you get all of the dirt off of an earthworm that you find. <laughs> it is, unless it's well, earthworms. You know, night crawlers. If you're going fishing, uh, that the water will wash that off anyway. And uh, you know, it's fun to get dirt on your hands. It's fun to experience the organic material of, uh, of the earth. You know what I mean? It's a replenishing, uh, a replenishing thing, and that is a detriment of the astral body. John Johnson, do you have any tips uh, for what we should do in this crazy time? Uh, what you should do? Uh, well, let's listen to what the uh, uh, scientists say because, uh, well, one thing you can do is avoid birds entirely. Mm, I do. I'm scared of birds. They used to come through my chimney. You should be. Thank you. Everyone should be. Uh, don't harm them. Um, but. Yeah. As a studier and a, uh, a uh, uh, you know, a uh, professional bird language interpreter, um, mm. the other day I heard an American robin and it went, <laughs> and what that said was, uh, let them die, let them all die. <laughs> Thank you for telling us this. The birds want us to die. That's what I'm saying. All of them want us to die. They they know where they shit. Are they? So if they are, I'm sorry. Yeah, are if they, a bird shits in your car or shits on the sidewalk, it's it's a slight to you. It's on purpose. Are there other robins besides the American robins? Are the American robins like the bullies? Yes. Everyone, even though the show Cops has been canceled, um, <laughs> the world is looking at us like a live, uh, real-time version of the TV show Cops. Even down to the birds. Oh, yeah, yeah. Just Americans have invented the dumbest people that have ever existed on the face of the planet. <laughs> Do the American robins not wear masks and continue to spit no, to each like other's No, they don't give a shit. They really don't. It's the ones that migrate here and then leave are the smart ones. Right. Do they, we need the Canadian robins, maybe. To, I don't know. Right. I'm waiting for the Canadian robin to come and invade us and save us. As they should. They totally should. I'll talk to, is it Alanis Morsa? I think she's up there. I think she can talk to birds, too. Is, is Who is that? Is she like a queen or something? Something. She was She was like a queen in the 90s. Uh, she's kind of retired now. Queen Ret of the radio. Oh, they let their queens retire. That's really nice. See, Canada, they're just so nice. Is Alanis Morsa Canadian? Yeah, she's Canadian. Okay. Th thank you. Oh, Dustin Meadows. Pop, pop, pop culture, culture master <laughs> Dustin Meadows, y'all. <laughs> I mean, you. I'm also just a fan of Alanis Morissette, too. Yeah. Her second fair. album That's changed fair. my life. Ooh, would she be more of a cassette princess? Because it rhymes better. <laughs> what? Does it? <laughs> yeah, cassette Morissette. Oh, God damn it! <laughs> you can't see, but I tried to flick a cap at Amber Falter. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm uh. trying to see. I'm I'm really trying hard. <laughs> I think you can only see so much. You probably get so many visions. The edge of the eye is foggy, but the center is clear. Are you a, when you astral project? Can you go to like other countries and get a vibe for how they're feeling about COVID? Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, oh, yeah. Well, give us the rundown then. What do how do other countries feel about this shit? Uh, they're much more conscientious, and uh, just like their history is long and deep, uh, just like their empathetic sense of uh, how they treat each other is very different than ours, because ours is short and based on commodity and. Uh, we just consume, and then we shit it out, and then uh, we have no sense of ourselves. They have a grander sense of disease and deprivation and uh, murder and uh, depravity, and uh, it goes deep within their history, whereas we uh, would just rather go to Walmart. <laughs> Preach. W what's your favorite country to astral project to? I like the beach, so... I <laughs> Who doesn't? I'm a, I'm a big fan of... Uh, 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 of Fiji. Okay. Like the little water bottle thing, right? <laughs> <laughs> yes. What? It's, it's definitely a bottled water. Yeah. I, I put this on shelf sometimes. <laughs> Wait, that's a cur that, that is real, right? I don't know what's I, real anymore, John it. Did I, is it Was it just I was shopping on LSD and then <laughs> thought that Fiji was real? Fiji's real, right? Like, did I don't you, know geography. I'm self-educated. Did you astral project into a water bottle? <laughs> Uh, you can, but uh, be careful because you can't get out after a while. You got to fall asleep in there and then wake up someplace else. <laughs> you like could some drown. Sort of, like a fucking genie? Yeah, but it's like embryonic fluid if you're an astral projection because, like I said, you 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 go back into the womb. So your your subconscious awareness of the uh, embryonic fluid will come back to you. Oh, my it's like God. like the movie Abyss. <laughs> oh, that's a callback. I, 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 man, I'm getting that mixed up with Alien for some reason. Yeah, that embryonic fluid will kill you, brother. That, that's acid, man. Like you got to get that uh, uh, that nice, warm, motherly juice up in your nose and your ears and your eyes and your lungs. Nope. Uh -uh. It's <laughs> John Donson. It sounds like you have been in more than three wombs. Can you speak to this? Uh, well, I have died three times, so I guess that I have been born three times. Weird. I know that after my mother gave birth, she died, and she was eaten by coyotes in West Virginia. Goodness. So uh, that's one birth, but then I was raised by those coyotes that, for an indeterminate amount of time and returned to a uh, her friend who was also a white witch where I got all of my studies and learnings from. Uh, so I had a coyote family. And then I have a natural mother family, but I do not know who my father is. I do not know my entire hmm. patronage. Wow. That, how, so do you have daddy issues then? Are these astral daddy issues? I Well, I think it is because he, what I was told uh, was uh, my mother and her friend Solstice, Solstice Williams, they were both uh, erotic entertainers in the 70s. And uh, my daddy was either a... Uh, touring member and or roadie of one of the late permutations of the Marshall Tucker band. <laughs> okay. I don't believe he was the flautist because I guess the flautist got all of the ladies. Did you, did you have a favorite coyote? I would say I named him Barabbas. Barabbas. That's Barabbas. He was more of the father figure, I think for me. And uh, it's hard to talk about. I get emotional. I'm sorry. Uh, I don't, 
You can pass this. No, you can't. When I talk about coyotes, sometimes it's hard to hear you guys. I am coming to you from a bathroom in Hilliard, Ohio, in a basement. <laughs> it's a complicated story. Well, what happened was uh, uh, because the pigs, I mean, sorry, our police department. Uh, All right. Yeah, they, they're going balls to the wall, right? They're going to beat your ass for anything these days. So uh, they don't like me wandering around. They don't like me in the woods. So uh, for safe harbor, I've gone to my friend uh, Gerard's unfinished basement in Hilliard, Ohio, with his mother, Temperance, who's the proprietor of uh, of this venue. And I'm in her bathroom currently, which is also a sacred space for her. She is a tarot card reader and a spiritual advisor and also the uh, president of the Ohio chapter of the Tom Selleck Fan Club. Yes. Oh, dear. Tau Temperance, thank you. <laughs> yeah, she's got... She has a chair made out of TV guys, and the bottom of the chair are just the TV guys where Tom Selleck's face was on it. Yeah, that mustache. <laughs> yeah. She said her dream in life was to uh, do the three things that she wanted to do most, which is watch TV, smoke cigarettes, and sit on Tom Selleck's face. <laughs> is Temperance my mom? <laughs> she might be. She got around. Like, you? are you in your 40s? I just turned 40, actually. Congratulations. Yeah, I mean, she, like, in her heyday from, like, uh, late 70s, about mid-80s, she she got about, you know what I mean? She was uh, friendly, I'll say that. That's fine. (laughs) It's better than being unfriendly, you know. It it is. It really is. (laughs) I mean, you get get more if you give more. I've come to find that. Mm. I believe it. I believe it. Dustin, uh... I feel like we've we've largely left you out of this astral conversation. Do you have anything uh, you'd like to talk to Jean Dunn's son about? I mean, I feel like we've picked his brain on a lot. Talking to birds, the, the Lannis Morissette, Tom Selleck. I mean, what coyotes, what's left to talk I about? I feel like you could probably bring it more culturally relevant, you know? That's you mean currently cultural updates. I have not very hip, I've been told. Well, uh... Uh, okay, let's. Uh, what's what's the last good movie you saw, John? Uh, the last good movie I saw, uh, I watched it because Temperance controls the remote, and it was uh, How Green Was My Valley. <laughs> was it real green? <laughs> now, did you watch How Green Was My Valley when it originally came out, or you watched this recently? Oh no, it was the uh, Oscar winner, I think, in 1946. So you haven't watched the movie since then. No, no, no. She was watching Turner Classic Movies. <laughs> oh, okay. Gotcha. It was on Turner Classic Movies. Gotcha. 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 Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. She was on uh, TCM. This well, wasn't an astral situation, Dustin. He's it, old. It, it was real time. Around. It was real time. Yeah. Uh, it was hard to see through the Paul Mall smoke, but I got most of the movie. <laughs> she, <laughs> she is my mom. <laughs> <laughs> well, fair, fair enough. That's... uh. That's really all I care about is what movies people are watching these days. So that's that's all I got. Yeah, and it's kind of hard to watch movies these days if you can't astral project to some place that they're actually playing, like in another country. Right, because I heard that, you know, drive-ins are going to come back. And, like, they might do drive-in concerts, like have a band play at, a, like, a drive-in. But that's going to be weird for the musicians when you think about playing to a, a fucking field full of cars. I can't really. I've seen pictures of it. I can't really imagine it. I, I get uncomfortable in driving movies too, though. Right. I mean, what's going on inside those cars? You don't want to know. <laughs> I just I just went on a on a on a date to uh, a drive-in theater in yeah. South High Street and watched Dirty Dancing. 
I don't mean to be direct, but uh, did someone put baby in a corner? <laughs> no one. No one, sir. No one. All right. Did you have the time of your life? <laughs> I sure did. This is uh, Dustin. This is you. Really missed out. This is your. This is your game. What, Dirty Dancing? <laughs> Fuck that movie. Dirty Dancing sucks. Oh, oh damn. Oh, wow. Okay. I finally got a solid right. opinion out of Dustin. You know there are better Swayze movies, like literally every single one of them, right? <laughs> like, like Ghost? Uh, like Ghost Roadhouse, good. like Roadhouse. Red Dawn, Too Next to Kin, Tu Wong Fu, Thanks for Everything, Julie Newmar. Next to Ken's a great movie. I, I love that movie because it, it, it was one of the few movies that references West Virginia. Hmm. There you go. You know, we don't really know each other that well. I know you know Amber and, and Doug, and, and you don't know Dustin at all, apparently. But who the fuck are you again? My you're, name is John Donson. You're from I West Virginia? A, uh, huh? Do you, I, I'll, I'll run down the list like a Muhammad Ali, if that's. Float like a butterfly, sting like bee, all that stuff. That's my usual, that's my thing. I'm a metaphysician, a uh, vibrational climatologist, um, an animal, a spiritual animal therapist. And uh, like I said before, social distancing warlock now that I've changed. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm a constant studier of the Rube Goldberg Goldberg machine known as Walmart, which is just another projection from the center of the universe. Wow, that actually sounds pretty deep. Is this like a commentary on... uh on capitalism we're about to get into? Well, it is like we're playing mousetrap and someone's, uh, you know, like who's, who's got the controls? Who, who took us out of the box and watched us play? That's my question. I always, I'm not a conspiracy theorist, you know, just do we have free will? I don't believe so. No. You're an anti-free will person? I'm not anti-free will. I just don't believe we actually have free will. Oh, okay. That's a quagmire we could go down, but uh, hold on a second. I get wait a second. Hold on, what? Okay, hold on. I got it. I listen. I got my time is really short now. I got. Yes, yes. I'm out. I'm out. Okay. I'm talking to my friends. Can I talk to my friends? I forgot he was in the bathroom. I got to talk. Okay. Temper's dead. She better get in there. You guys, you guys, you guys, seriously, I got to go. I got to go. Yeah, it sounds like somebody needs to get in there. Uh, Yeah, Uh, temperance is outside, and she got to take a shit. You got to do what you got to do. Ask her where she was on June 5th, 1980. I can't ask her anything, Douglas. She's angry. (laughs) (laughs) You better go save yourself, John Donaldson. Save yourself. Let temperance poop. I got, okay. Yes. All right. She's, man, I wish she was constipated, but more often than what she is. But uh, she's, she's going to lay a heavy one. So, uh, y'all, I got to go. All right. Bye. It was great talking to you. All right. Thank I love you. y'all, and remember that uh, pessimism is the tool of the oppressor. Okay. All right. Okay, I'm gone. <laughs> oh, we have the best callers in the show. I swear to God. I don't know how they get the fucking number. I don't know how they know when we're recording these podcasts, but uh, we have the best callers, I swear. Love love that John Donson. You got to. This guy, this guy is a, he's a character. He's very interesting. Um, do you buy it? This guy, Astro Project? Absolutely. Yes. Without question. 
<laughs> Dustin, do you agree? I mean, it's possible. I mean, I it'd be silly of me to dismiss that and then go on about multiverses and what have you. So yeah, there. I was hoping you would stay consistent. I mean, I'm I'm nothing if not consistent. So yeah, I'm also sensing we're gonna uh, Canada vibe throughout this too. There's a lot of like a lot of Canada references. Yeah, we have been calling back to Canada. We've been calling back to a lot of spiritualism, um, and uh, a lot of uh, a lot of uh, depression about 2020. It's been a great episode. <laughs> We're all looking sick. <laughs> My depression on 2020 will hit in a couple weeks. I think that's what I think. I like not stop moving, and then once I stop moving and relax in my new apartment, it's all gonna finally hit. And I'm going to finally have the breakdown you guys have all been waiting for. Aww. Aww. I'm yeah. so excited. Yeah. Hyped. I'm going to put a little um, little camera in your window. <laughs> Where were you when Wonder Dog lost his fucking <laughs> Watch you like a little bird cam. Yeah, buy those shirts now, kids. <laughs> do, you, do you guys have friends no. that believe... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you want me to stop there. <laughs> Do you guys have friends that believe in that kind of shit for real, though? That what the the like all this like like magical stuff, like the spiritualism stuff, and uh... I mean, if people cannot believe in COVID, I can believe in astral projection. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> um, I have a point. lot of friends that you know they touch a bunch of little rocks. <laughs> rocks are very popular. That's a good like. I feel like that's the uh, starting ground. That's the gateway drug for I mean, for uh, spiritualism. Yeah. I, it it yeah. gets wackier. I mean, whatever. I'll wear a little stone around my neck yeah. so I don't get stabbed to death or whatever. Yeah. I just realized I'm kind of shitting on a lot of people's like beliefs and stuff, and it's just because like I had all these like beliefs and I didn't you know. My my thing is I feel like. I'm chill with anybody's beliefs unless it's like harmful to others. Like That's people great, not believing yeah. in COVID is yeah. like actually harming people. If my old roommate wants to do stuff with rocks, yeah, that's <laughs> not harming anyone. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like it's like oh. a weird, like it's, I don't know. Like, I don't know. Yeah. No, I mean, you're, I'm, I'm assuming you're talking about Danny. Well, Danny or just anybody. Cause like religion. Danny and I are good friends and like we talk about uh, yeah. shout out Danny. We talk about uh, uh, spiritual stuff, you know, and and have these discussions. And I'm like a total skeptic, you know, don't believe yeah. in anything. And, and you know, she's got her own beliefs on things. But we find this common ground, you know. And I find that with a lot of people that uh, that have these different beliefs, when it's, uh, when it's in that level, it's way easier to have a conversation because it's like they also don't think that they have to convince you of it. Yeah, I, yeah. I think I... Personally, like I offer everyone believing in what they want to, what makes them feel better. Yes, like what Doug and all of you are, are saying is like anything that's not harmful to others. But I tried um, a new religion yesterday and I hate it and I want to burn them all to the ground. Wait a sec. You tried a new religion yesterday? Yeah. Like you were, went to a car dealership? For free. Yeah. They gave it to me for free for a little bit. <laughs> And I was like, well, I'll try it if it's free. And I went. <laughs> and I almost had to cancel this whole podcast. My shoulder is killing me. I like how you fucking oh, talking about this religion like it's like conditioner. Like it was like a trial run conditioner that you were using for a couple of days. I to mean, see if it softened things. I was truly hoping it would soften things, Doug. I truly was. I was kind of imagining it like a like a like a test driving a car you could never afford. 
<laughs> we were just gonna drive it oh. hard and like fucking like take it back to him all beat up. Oh, they drove me hard and now I'm all beat up. <laughs> Did you join a sex cult? What happened? <laughs> I'm in pain, Dustin. I'm in a lot of pain. But are you empowered? Like, I understand you... that. What religion did you try to do this to? Oh, I gotta tell ya. Can you write it down and not say it out loud because they're listening? <laughs> oh, I promise you that they are. They got a little bird cam that I'm talking about putting in your house to check on you. Uh, they got this bird cam. That's where cam. she got the idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, I'm scared for my life. I don't know what I did yesterday, but I agreed to something very naughty. Like I went to a place for the first time. Have you guys ever been? I went to the chiropractor. Oh, I thought you were like a bathhouse or something. <laughs> That's what the gays have. Yeah. <laughs> Or like Xenos. No, oh, I got gross. punched in the back by an old man. <laughs> Jesus Christ. We have that DVD too. <laughs> Sorry. So anyway, he, and, and here's the thing. Here's the thing. A guy I know, great guy, a guy my age that I know was like, hey, dude, my dad's a chiropractor. It'll be free. Praise him. And I was like, yeah, for sure. Free is cool. <laughs> and we go there, and the whole time his dad is like, Throwing me around like a rag doll and looking at his son trying to convince him to become a chiropractor. <laughs> it was really weird. Uh, you know, it bit me over like a roll of sushi and now my neck hurts and I want to cry. I don't eat sushi. So when you say you tried religion, you mean you went to a medical professional? I would I know that's not that. what she said. <laughs> she specifically said chiropractor. I don't. A guy who can rent his space. <laughs> Dustin, you understand that chiropractors are not medical professionals, right? I mean, they have medical knowledge. They they've never gone to medical school. They don't even need they don't even need a degree at all. They go to like a, a private chiropractor school that's just chiropractors sure, only. It, requ it requires some understanding of human anatomy. Well, if they teach it, I mean, it's not it's not regulated by any medical professional like place it's not like you you don't have a doctorate you don't you're not a doctor you're not a nurse no, you're not a no, you don't have a four-year no, degree not, i'm not saying they're the same as doctors oh i wish it was base required to become a chiropractor yeah but it's all based around the ideology of chiropractory <laughs> of, of where i went bones work where i went he hasn't seen anything good in his life and he took it out on my right shoulder i just i just have wanted to argue with dustin all night <laughs> so i've just <laughs> chosen this hill to die on <laughs> that, that's so weird are you one. dustin are you a fan of are you do you have a chiropractor no I'm, I'm, who can afford a fucking chiropractor in this economy come on <laughs> well that's the thing that's weird about chiropractors is they're actually very affordable you can like go there and pay out of pocket because insurance uh, a lot of times doesn't cover it because it's quackery sure you can do that when you know that you have money coming in which right now i don't know mm. that i do so i can't afford a chiropractor because that's yeah. a luxury item that uh is not going to take care of my bills or rent yeah well that is uh yeah that's that's a shitty and different subject i guess <laughs> <laughs> yeah and 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 again um I now have to, I, I do feel the need to like insert hope. <laughs> God damn it. But you're going to be in LA soon and you're going to be writing and, 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 well, not, and music not and shit. 
hopefully sooner rather than later. And, you know, and I'm really looking forward to it because uh, I know you're going to have a little, like, spare room with a little bed in it for me. <laughs> I didn't. I don't think you understand yeah. how expensive Brenton LA is. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Okay. Yeah. If you're lucky, there'll be a couch for you to sleep on. Yeah, but there's a lot of there's a lot of fun fancy shit in LA, I guess. Like all the new trends you can you can get into. Like you could be like a lot more uh, a lot more into the the hip shit, right? That'll make no up for it. What the fuck you're talking about? <laughs> the, the hip shit in LA. Like they, you, you might not they, be able to afford a nice like extra room that I can stay in, but you're gonna be privy to all the coolest shit as soon as it comes out. Is what I'm saying. <laughs> L.A. is basically I mean, the beginning of cool, right? It all starts in L.A. and then it drifts across the country. Is that am it, I wrong? It will be next year Hold when on. Dustin moves Hold there. On. Let, mm-hmm. let me understand. Do you do you not think I'm cool now? Yep. Well, no. <laughs> You're in Columbus. <laughs> oh, I see. Well, in that case, I don't have a fucking couch for you. <laughs> no, yes. no, no, no. I was like buying into the potential like way back last year. I'm like, oh, I bet this bitch is going to move to LA and then he'll be cool. So I'm going to like start getting to know him now. I was, yeah, it was all very manipulative, really. You just talked yourself into sleeping on a fucking bus stop, buddy. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> well, I, I don't, I don't know how to get out of this hole. <laughs> wormhole. <laughs> all right. Avril's wormhole. If Dustin's moving, the comedy hierarchy is just like we're just going higher when Dustin's moving. Yeah, he's gonna lift all boats. Yeah. There we go. I'm not that fucking high. I'm pretty high. I am. Hey. I'm the only person that's not high. I feel. <laughs> I'm just saying the only reason that I lost gigs when COVID hit is because everyone who booked me thought I was leaving a month ago. <laughs> 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 that's yeah <laughs> there was it seemed like there was like three or four fucking comedians that were moving either to to la or somewhere uh somewhere else where someone who didn't love them lived yeah i Me. guess <laughs> but like yeah every, all these people were moving and then like covid like hit right then <laughs> and it's like nope you're fucking not soup's rude yep. universe soup's rude yeah sorry about that that's okay. I feel like there's a lot of things that people were supposed to do, but I think they're going to do it just on a different timeline. I think Dustin's going to do stuff. Yeah. There, I injected hope. Cause Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks, Doug. Why? Well, no, Dustin, it makes sense to, for Dustin to move. I was making jokes about comedy shit, but it doesn't matter. Like, Dustin is going to do dope film shit in LA. Yeah. Maybe not next oh. month, but like next year. Yeah. It's fine. <laughs> and I think he'll get no, over the uh, slight and let me sleep in his. No, he's not. But in his floor, at least. <laughs> but maybe another no, writer. No, you can't sleep on the couch. That's where my adorable dogs are going to sleep. But, <laughs> but maybe another writer who could sleep on the floor and doesn't even need a couch. Just saying. I got... <laughs> that's very That's very possible. I might even tell the dogs to sleep on the floor for that person. Oh. What if that person that's how you had do a friend? It, Mel. Yeah. That's how you grease the wheels. Yeah, it was easy. It was fucking Jesus. <laughs> I'm just learning, man. I'm just learning. I don't know these LA techniques. I don't know this fancy LA shit yet. What LA know? techniques? You've got a notepad in front of you, sir. Roller, <laughs> Roller skating. That's, uh, that's just where I set my drink. LA looks. LA looks. Is that Different still- sizes of sandwiches. <laughs> 
the, the, the sandwiches are the same size there. What? Who? <laughs> 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 All right. right. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I just got canceled by two all rights at once. <laughs> I guess on that note, I think that we should probably go to uh, to our own Joel Good with food for thoughts. Hello, Joel man. <laughs> I hope he eats John Donson. <laughs> this is Joel Good with food for thoughts. I'm here to crack an egg of knowledge on the frying pan of your mind. Cook it for about a couple minutes, medium, medium well. Lay them on top of the English muffin of everything you've known before. Top it with ham or some sort of thinly sliced meat and drizzle it with a hollandaise sauce of truth, creating the biscuit benedict of revelation. Because much like Benedict Arnold, it will betray everything you thought you knew. Like when each day I just realized God was dead, Bruce Willis, when he realized he was a ghost, it will change your life forever. All right, goddammit. I'm going to just come out and say it. Fuck sour beer. I'm not going to talk about some beer you left in your trunk for too long and now it's kind of funky. Drinking that's almost a noble cause. Waste not, what not. I'm talking about the beer that is purposely made to be sour. It's bullshit. When you get grapes and they're sour, it means they're bad. Sour, the sensation, is nature's way of telling us whatever you're eating has gone bad, or just as bad to begin with. That's why you're naturally repulsed. It's so you stop eating that sour thing, because otherwise you will get sick and die. And yet, through the magic of capitalism and marketing, there are twisted pig fuckers out there who first probably made sour beer on accident, and are purposely creating and distributing sour beer, and posing it in such a way that makes you think you have a sophisticated palate by pretending to enjoy it. And don't try to convince me that you genuinely enjoy it, because I know you don't. I've tried it, and I've talked to others who've tried it and claimed to like it, but they're always consistently say that they can only have one or two. And that's because it's your body, nature, and God telling you to stop drinking that rancid bullshit. Folks, stop giving money to these charlatans. Drink what makes feel good. Going down your mouth hole. Stop lying to me. Stop lying to your friends. Stop lying to yourself. Drink Miller High Life. It's eight fifty for a twelve pack. I'm Joel Good. And this is Food for Thoughts. Fucking signing off. You guys, um, I fucking appreciate and adore all of you. And I want to thank you so much for being on Lampshade Media Presents The Penis Hour. I'm so happy to be back. I can't believe it's been a year because this um, year has sucked so much penis hour. Too many hours of penis sucking, really. Mm -hmm. And uh, I wish we could just go back, y'all. Wish we could. <laughs> back to the to the beginning. of Just to the tip. Yeah. It's only been a year, but it feels like 87. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm really excited about the new name. I think that uh, the Penis Hour is going to take Lampshade Media into the future in a very, in a very powerful and uh, in uh, in thrusting fashion. You can't be keeping that, right? As the name? Yeah, it's kind of sexist. Um, actually, Brooke addressed this very uh, eloquently. Um, she what explained. Does she, know? she explained that her penis is made of silicone, <laughs> and she has I mean, several. It's still it's still phallic though. Like it still represents a male dominated worldview. 
I don't know. What you have an fellow, opinion on that, Doug? Centric, they call it. No. <laughs> I don't know. Brooke seemed to think that it uh, that it was uh, that anyone anyone could have a penis. Yes, that's so. how I pay my rent. Anyone can have a penis. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, I don't know. I'm, I, 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 you know, I, I'm not unconcerned about that. You know, I don't want it to. I don't want anyone to feel excluded. But uh, did did you feel excluded? It's not that I. I wasn't even thinking about the name. I was thinking about my own Animal Crossing town. This whole entire podcast, Mel. <laughs> but I mean, yeah. Same. Yeah, yes, thank you, Dustin. But, I mean, boys, what do you think? What do you think? Like, there's got to be something. It's been a year. We have to help this guy name this something better. Some people are beyond help, and you just have to walk away. (laughs) That's what I learned in recovery, you know. I mean, I don't know why I'm even trusting you, because you guys all tried naming it once already. It was panic attack. You didn't like that? Bathtub rim job. That's right. And uh, what was yours? Nobody listens podcast who even listens to these anymore <laughs> yes. um. <laughs> you guys could I, you're gonna you're gonna have to top all of that if you want to take this podcast into uh into 2021 i i've topped worse <laughs> I, I personally think in in a sign of solidarity and what was it like yesterday or today i think was like Something where like women were lifting other women up, like on social media or something like that. I, anyway, know what I'm talking about? Unfortunately, yes, no, no, it's not like I thought you were talking about like body slamming. Like they were like me. People were no, lifting no, no. each other up and then throwing them onto the mat. I, I personally, my my vote for the new name would be to take what you've already got, but make it better and show that you really care about the struggle of women in the world, uh, and also. Give them more time and just call it the vagina weekend. <laughs> so no more hours. Now we got weekends. Sometimes some podcasts feel like that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I wish I could spend the weekend with all of you right now. You can. <laughs> Somebody needs help moving. Boom. <laughs> 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 if only you had a truck. I'm suddenly very busy. <laughs> I told you I had to record podcasts, right? No, I mean like for real. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll help you move. The Jesus name. Christ. The name. All right. The, the name. name. Is that the name? I'll help you move. No, I no. think it's va- vagina. The vagina what weekend. What, what? What would you like to? I, Amber, I if we're gonna do female empowerment. Think about women or. Men or vaginas can we do, or, or rim jobs vagi- and bathtubs. Vagina yeah. crossing. Like Ooh, Dustin. <laughs> it's like Animal Crossing yeah, and vagina. Vagina, crossing. vagina, vagina cross. crossing. I mean vaginas can be safe. Yeah, we're taking a safe little bridge that has good walls on it so I don't fall in the fucking water and get touched by fish. And art thieves. Nobody understands art why thieves. there's a turn up. No one understands why there's a tearing up, but it might be feeling good in your yeah. belly button if it's greased. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be really slide, awesome. Slide addendum. Slide addendum. Instead of a vagina crossing, what if we go with vaginal crossing? Ooh. That sounds medical. Yeah, it sounds like I need to go see a doctor. Well, it, it, I think it makes it clear that it's an animal crossing or a, time. Or a chiropractor. <laughs> <laughs> 
They make me sick. We back on that again? Nope. (laughs) Sorry, it was just a callback. What a great one it was. Callback Um. crossing. (laughs) Um. I'm not the funny one, okay? Okay. (laughs) Jesus. You know what? Um. Jesus, I heard the shit on that one, Doug. What? I'm <laughs> you just said it so glibly. <laughs> Why don't you just call it like squirt cast? A- Avril's wormhole. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I should I, maybe I should just get the blackboard out here. Like I got the grease board. Yeah, we'll yeah. just start brainstorming. Because uh, Bra- tell you what, brainstorming. This, this this rebranding is getting really fucking expensive at this point. Yeah. Yeah. So this one's got a stick. All the way through until we have our second year reunion and get back together. Do you think we're all going to make it? <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, definitely. There's the hope we needed. <laughs> <laughs> A new hope. I mean, I... Th- I <laughs> the new title. Is that the new title? Lampshade <laughs> <laughs> Media presents A New Hope. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Whatever, whatever is in your heart, no. Oh, wait, Lampshade Media presents Suicide Watch. Again, that is like not hopeful. <laughs> well, I mean, um, since we were your first guests and probably your last, because um, we're virgin, uh, triple virgin yeah. uh, suicide. What would you want it to be called if we're giving? If it was your show. <laughs> And it is, but don't tell him, Doug. Well, I, you know, I did, I did name this this podcast once. I guess I could do it again, and Start. and if I was going to, I do kind of like, I do kind of like a new hope. I, I'm here for it. Okay, I love that. I'm I'm feeling a really weird like confidence in my loins, like with this name. Oh, yeah. I'm just happy you feel anything. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate that. He's bragging, Doug. <laughs> right. Sounds nice. All right. A new Hope. <laughs> Dustin. Well, we killed Dustin with this one. D- Dustin, do you do you do you disagree with this or is this is this the hope that we need? Is this the, the thing that will carry us forward? This 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 hope. This hope I of LA. I go either go with this or go with I've had to shit since eight thirty. Let's Wrap it up. Oh, you mean that's wipe a bit, it up? Yeah, that's a bit wordy. Wipe up the jam. Um, all right, all right. Well, well, I think uh, at this point the music is already playing. So thank you, <laughs> thank you, Mel. Happy poops, temperance, Happy and dust. I love you all. Love y'all. It's Thanks, been a Dustin. real treat. Later, y'all. Cheers. <laughs> Bye. Later. Christ on a cracker. <laughs> This program is produced by Lampshade Media. Hosted by Mel Milliman. Music by Tyson Shipman. Graphic design by Griffin Browning. Social media by Sam Welch. Voiceover by Ryan Branch. And a special thank you to our sponsors, Paddy Wagon Food, Platform Brewing Company, and The Garden.